Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of The Tap. I'm your host, author Andrew Hess, and today we are covering the NXT 2.0 recap. Uh, this was an interesting one. We had some good matches. A lot of video packages and backstage segments that were kind of jam-packed into the show, pretty much staying on par with how they've really been. Um a few interesting developments with it i guess um we're starting off with the tag women's tag team title recap uh now last week i did not cover nxt but we did crown brand new nxt women's tag team champions Caden carter and katana formerly known as casey cantazaro uh ended up winning the tag team titles in a fatal four-way elimination match last week um, I really wanted to highlight this just because a to because we didn't get to cover it last week. Um, B because something I've noticed as of late when it comes to their elimination matches, where it's multi-person elimination matches, WWE as a whole has been kind of catering to this method where whoever pins or submitted the person who gets eliminated is the person who's next eliminated. So, for instance, last week, you had, let me pull it up, you had uh, Yelisa, Leon, and Valentina Faraz, who were eliminated by uh, Ivy and Tatum, and then a few minutes later on, Ivy and Tatum get eliminated by Toxic Attraction, who then get eliminated and lose the match to Caden Katana. Like, I don't really know where we're kind of going, but this isn't the first time that I've seen this happen with not only NXT, but as WWE as a whole, Um, which is why I really wanted to kind of bring that up, because it's just something I've noticed, and it's becoming predictable. Um, Then we have... Uh, your opening match is Nikita Lyons getting the win over Kiana James. Um, Kiana James attacks Nikita Lyons after the match, lays her out, which kind of leads us to believe that this is going to go into at least another match down the line, um, which is kind of odd because, again, you have Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark, who are both uh, tagging up now in the regular WWE women's tag team title tournament. Um, So you have two NXT people in that tournament, which doesn't make any sense to me. So it kind of leads me to believe that they're going to probably have one more match with Nikita Lyons getting um, when it comes, when it comes to her and Kiana James, same thing with Zoe Stark and Mandy Rose doesn't, in my opinion, it wouldn't make sense to have Nikita and, Zoe continue and advance all the way to the finals of the tournament, not be called up to the main roster. This is kind of addressed a little bit later on also with Nikita and Zoe Stark having a brief promo, a brief segment backstage where they bring up about how Zoe Stark had to wrestle Cora Jade, but next week she's going to be taking on Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. 
but they also are going for the, you know, they have a chance to go and band together to become WWE Women's Tag Team Champions as well. Again, I don't see them winning the titles, um, but I kind of feel like if you're putting them in this tournament that's going to be held between Raw and SmackDown, well, then they should be on the Raw or SmackDown rosters. That's just me. And maybe they are going to get called up. Maybe they are going to lose first round. Who knows? Uh, next up, we have multiple segments when it comes to the Creed Brothers and Diamond Mind. Uh, at first, Creed Brothers and Apollo are backstage watching fi uh, film of one of the Creed Brothers matches. Uh, Roderick Strong comes in, gets in their face, especially Apollo's face, and it leads to a match later on in the night. Apollo versus Roderick Strong. Apollo Crews gets the win over Roderick Strong. Um, Diamond Mind is nowhere to be found at ringside which then brings into another segment later on where Roderick uh, comes in on them watching more film and gets really pissy about it all, demanding to know where they are, kind of throwing the same words in his face was, it was a test and you passed. Um, and apparently, I, I guess Julian Creed saw something in the video of the eight-man tag that happened a few weeks back that now has him kind of wondering what to, he, he feels like somebody in Diamond Mind is not pulling their weight or was responsible for their loss that week. And he plans on addressing it. Uh, Apollo Cruz later on in the night also ends up with another promo where Grayson Waller interrupts. And it looks like now we're going to be getting a program between Apollo Cruz and Grayson Waller. Um, we had Lash Legend who just, we have three different segments with Lash Legend. The first comes right after the, uh, the initial, uh, Creed Brothers and Apollo segment where she starts talking to Malik and it gets cut off as they go over to the rounds match, which we're going to get into in a second. Then right after, the Braun Breaker and JD McDonough videos segments. They have a second segment with her talking to Malik and then Inafe comes over. And then a third segment right after the Apollo Cruz Roderick Strong match, which then ends up putting pretty uh, pretty deadly involved in this whole thing, booking a match between the two teams. Much later in the night, you end up actually having Pretty deadly getting the win over Malik and Inafe. Um, which was actually a decent match. I'm just really not. I think Pretty Deadly is a good team. I just, I don't know. They don't have go away heat with me. I just, I'm not a, as big of a fan. Like, I think that they're good workers. I just can't really get behind them cheering or booing them, really. I, the, it's kind of just blah, but I'm okay with watching their in-ring work. I don't know. It's it's kind of like a 50-50. It's like half go away hate, half of like, all right, I think you're good workers, you know. Um, but during this match, 
you had the the team of uh, Briggs and Jensen come out to kind of get involved. Uh, they get not they get taken out uh, towards the end of the match. Uh, Fallon Henley is tending to Briggs and Jensen on the outside of the ring after the match is over. The Lash Legend comes over and lays out Fall, uh, Fallon Henley, joining with Pretty Deadly as they celebrate their victory. We now go to the rounds match, which was that in itself was just weird and annoying. It was set up to be like a boxing match. Um, they came out looking like boxers. They had boxing gloves on. It's supposed to be six three-minute rounds. But it was basically like if you had a knock had a knockout or a pinfall or a submission, it ended the round and the first person to win two rounds wins the whole match. It was just random and weird. Um the first round they sat there boxing. Second round they both dropped their gloves and come out just you know come out and and start wrestling each other. Mello trips Wesley getting back uh, as he's near the, the ropes and allows uh, Trick Williams to hit a kick in the face in order to get the win in the second round. Um, third round, nothing really interesting happened. Fourth round started out with uh, Trick Williams having a loaded glove on on his left hand. Kept trying to hit Wesley with it. Ended up getting pinned with the crucifix, even though his foot touched the rope very briefly. Um, but as soon as the match, as soon as that round was over, Wesley gets knocked out with a left hook. Uh, Wes then hits Trick with uh, his own glove in round five in order to get the second of the round wins in order to win the match. Uh, we had Chase U segment. With Ariana Grace and then Thea Hale. Ariana Grace is sporting a black eye, saying it was Thea's fault. Uh, this leads into a match, which Ariana Grace gets the win over Thea Hale. Uh, Mello comes out a little bit later on to cut a promo. Giovanni, Giovanni Vici comes out and basically gets his title match now set for Heat Wave, which is next week. Uh, J.D. McDonough and Braun Breaker had video packages. Sola Sokoa and Cameron Grimes had a quick segment about respect backstage. Valentina and Ulisa and Sanga have a promo where Caden Katana kind of interrupts and just say, you know, one day when you, like, we're fighting champions, one day we'll, you know, we'll defend against you guys as well. Um... Cameron Grimes ends up leaving the building, has another segment briefly with uh, with Joe Gacy in the dyad. Santos Escobar and Tony D'Angelo have a sit down for their final accord. Uh, they agree to do one final match where this time if Santos Escobar loses, he's gone from NXT for good. But Leg uh, Legato will be forced to stay behind to work for the D'Angelo family. But if Tony D'Angelo loses, Legato is free from the D'Angelo family, and this will be a street fight. Tiffany Stratton had a backstage segment where she walks into her locker room, gets attacked by Wendy Chu. Toxic Attraction had a video package, and then we finally have our main event, which was Zoe Stark getting the win over Cora Jade. 
Uh, Cora Jade actually had pretty good performance, even though a couple of little slips here and there um, in the match. She made uh, she made Zoe Stark look good. She looked like her, you know a credible top main eventer. And that, and honestly, I'm sorry. This is more of Cora Jade's work than uh, than Zoe Stark. I don't really think Zoe Stark is ready for the majors. Really, uh, she she botches way too many moves still. Um, Roxanne comes out at some point uh, towards the end of the match to steal Cora Jade's weapon that she's been carrying around. I honestly will say I do like the new persona, the new gimmick when it comes to Cora Jade that she ditched this whole like skater. Thing because she was such a poser as it and it was bothering me um i really didn't like it and i feel like it was like it was kind of like a copy not a not a direct copy but kind of a copy of darby allen and i've spoken about this in the past but now she's kind of shed that piece of the gimmick and she's now like darker skater type of thing which i like i like that a little bit better because she's owning it um but like I said, Roxanne stole the weapon, which was the distraction enough for Zoe Stark to get the win. Um, afterwards, Roxanne chases Cora with the weapon, and then Zoe Stark um, is in the ring. Mandy Rose attempts to attack her from behind, only to get taken out by Zoe Stark herself. And Zoe ends the show posing with the NXT Women's Championship. Like I said, overall, it wasn't really a bad show. It wasn't really a great show. It was decent it's been pretty much on par with how it's been for the last few weeks where you have some really good matches in there but a lot of just video packages and backstage segments just crammed into a two-hour show it just makes you feel like this thing just goes on and on for hours it makes a two-hour show feel like you've been watching it for four um that's my main problem with, with nxt so we will go ahead and end the show there. That is it. Uh, I will be back with AEW Dynamite tomorrow. So stay tuned until then. I am author Andrew Hess, and this has been The Tap. <laughs>